This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, January 18th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Wikipedia has gone dark to clarify its opposition to online censorship. It is perhaps the highest profile statement yet in a fight over two pieces of so-called anti-piracy legislation known as SOPA and Protect IP. Julian Sanchez, research fellow at the Cato Institute, provides an update. Some of the most popular websites on the internet are blacked out in protest over pending legislation aimed at uh, fighting online piracy that opponents uh, argue could seriously censor or damage the internet. Uh, We're hearing reports that the legislation is on the ropes, if not dead, but uh, as every good horror movie viewer knows, uh, it's always dangerous to declare that too soon. Uh, Lamar Smith, who has sponsored the Stop Online Piracy Act in the House of Representatives, uh, has announced his plans to bring that back to markup in February. And uh, Harry Reid is still moving forward with a cloture vote on the Senate version, the Protect IP Act, uh, on the 24th of January. On both sides, the most controversial provision of these legislations, a DNS blocking provision, which is in essence a mandatory China-style internet firewall uh, has uh, actually caused some of its supporters to backpedal. Uh, So we've heard rumors that they're willing to at least uh, remove that for further study. But uh, Hollywood and the recording industry have thrown so much money behind this that it's uh, easy to see that if the pressure lets up for a minute, they'll be looking for ways to bring that back. Even without those provisions, though, uh, these bills remain extraordinarily dangerous to the open internet as we know it. Uh, They target, again, mostly foreign sites, but they require remedies uh, that would burden U.S. sites, requiring information location services like search engines, but possibly a whole range of sites that uh, link to information elsewhere on the internet to police content and ensure that no disapproved sites are are linked to their users. There's also requirements that remain in the bill to cut off payments, uh, including ad revenue to sites that make it onto the government's blacklist. And as we know from censorious regimes around the world, even if you don't directly ban something, and you know, again, as we saw in the case of Wikipedia, cutting off funding is as effective a way to shut down speech as anything else. This is something that uh, people have argued in in cases like Citizens United. Uh, You know, people sometimes say, well, money isn't speech, and money isn't speech. But it's really easy to shut down speech by targeting flows of cash. If you say, well, you can't make any money now uh, to keep your site online, that's as good a way to make sure it goes down as, uh, you know, as setting up a kind of firewall. Google, in addition to blocking out its uh, iconic logo, uh, directs people to a petition that they've assembled arguing, look, censorship is not the issue here. If you want to go after piracy, cutting off the source of funding is a much better way uh, to do that. And it seems like Google has offered this a fairly specific uh, sort of remedy. How how do you evaluate that compared to uh, both uh, what you would ideal, what would be your ideal and SOPA and PIPA? Cutting off the source of funds to sites that really are engaged in criminal activity isn't inherently a bad idea. But when What's involved is a website, something that is inherently speech-involving. You want that to happen after real due process. That is, after, uh, you know, at the very least, some kind of process before uh, an international trade commission or tribunal, uh, and ideally, a direct lawsuit. We have 
uh, already, despite claims by industry that they can't reach these overseas rogue sites, mechanisms for suing sites that are engaged in copyright infringement. And so, yes, uh, a site is actually provably engaged in criminal activity, cutting off funds or uh, requiring them to pay damages is a reasonable remedy. But again, when the result is to shut down speech, that needs to happen after an adversarial process, not as a result of uh, one ruling by one judge in a hearing where only one side is heard. The recording industry, now the film industry, uh, entertainment industry in general, have, have crowed about the, the costs to their uh, business models. And of course, during the uh, 2000s, music industry paid a heavy toll, but it's not clear that all that is from piracy. A lot of that is just from them being cut out of the, the process of the music business. What is What are the numbers? If, if you've been fairly critical of, of the, their attempts to put together their losses, what are the numbers really like? So it's become almost an indisputable fact in Washington, it seems, that piracy is a huge problem that costs billions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of jobs every year. Uh, but the truth is we don't have a very good measure on exactly how much harm piracy inflicts. There's a lot of material obviously circulating on the internet, but it's not clear how much of that is actually displacing sales. The industry throws down numbers that that you know, effectively are made up. And so we're acting in a kind of information vacuum here. It's clear that there is some kind of problem, but it's not clear how much the answer is piracy and how much is the failure of the industry to adapt by providing consumers uh, around the world with a product in a convenient way at a price that's reasonable. You know, what we've learned from services like Netflix and Hulu is that when you provide content in a convenient way at a reasonable price, people are actually pretty happy to pay for it. So. Instead of repeating uh, this crackdown of ever more vigorous enforcement, which is the strategy we've tried for 10 years, shutting down one site after another, one peer-to-peer -peer service after another, without ever making any measurable dent in the actual total amount of piracy, I think it's time to back off, say, look, we have a technology designed to make copying, copying ever easier. Copying now is as difficult and as expensive it is as it is ever going to be for the rest of human history, whatever Congress does. I think it's time to accept that fact and look for ways to adapt and deliver content in a way that allows industry to make the money it deserves for producing original content uh, without trying to break the internet or, uh, you know, shut down entire websites and platforms, which, by the way, are competing with Hollywood distribution channels and recording industry distribution channels, uh, making this uh, really a, a dangerous power that is subject to abuse. If you give an industry the power to effectively shut down its competitors uh, by crying piracy, you slow down the innovation that has made the last 10 years such a fascinating time to live in. Julian Sanchez is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.